Welcome to Games and Grub. No fighting. Shakira, Shakira. I never really knew that she could dance like this. She make a man want to speak Spanish. Como se llama? Bonita. Picasso. Shakira, Shakira. Oh, baby, when you talk like that, you make a woman go mad. So be wise and keep on reading the signs of my body. Did you know, boys and girls, that Shakira is actually 43? I uh, wouldn't have guessed from the halftime show. <laughs> How old's J-Lo? <laughs> she's 50, isn't she? Is she? I think she, I think I she's didn't hear 50. it from the yeah, rest I think of we the confirmed 50 after 50 other people the slew it. of Twitter comments of J-Lo is 50 confirmed saw about a hundred of those within a second of the start of the Super Bowl halftime show which is w- pretty were there crazy. more tweets about the Super Bowl or the Super Bowl halftime show or Ooh. about just about J-Lo being 50 How about that no probably that yeah uh, that takes the cake I think it does yeah what was trending more Patrick Mahomes or Jennifer Lopez J- J-Lo oh J-Lo no, or, or uh yeah, probably. Probably Jay. I would say Jay. So, <laughs> big week of sports Huge. just happened. Uh, we were off last week. Um, Aiden's immune system is soft, confirmed. That's why we didn't produce last week. Brian, you got anything on Aiden's immune system? Uh, it's more sorry than Richard Sherman. Ooh. Don't try me with some sorry wide receiver. Come on, Aiden. Hey, you refer to me as all-pro Stanford graduate. All-pro Stanford okay? graduate Richard Sherman. Guys have bad weeks. Got weeks. This is two weeks. In your this immune system? I'm here. I'm here, though, you're, this you're week. Here, I'm but here. But I did not miss a class this week. You're here, but don't tell me it's been a good week. Your immune system it's been a better week. is like Skip Bayless's arguments. <laughs> Soft. It's been a better week than last week. And you know what? That's the Belichickian philosophy. You just get better every week. I guess, yeah. You can only look forward. Yeah, so today we'll talk a little Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, we will. Is the football season over? XFL is making a comeback this weekend, last, I believe. Last year, we had the AAF. Oh, boy. That the, was we got, we got in the AAF, but America was not with us. Hey, no, they were actually for the I, first yeah. three weeks of it. So when they, weeks when they debuted on CBS, and then once they got off CBS and went to a proprietary channel, that's when it dropped off massively. But does the XFL have it in it to keep football alive through the offseason? I, um, I think it will. We love we love our football. That and much more we will talk about today Yeah, on Games and Grub. I'm really excited to be back in Big the studio. Show. We Big have show. two uh, in-studio guests right now. Brian, you want to introduce them? Yeah, uh, let's introduce the, the OGs from, from Queens, New York. We got Barbara Gallagher in here and from St. Paul, Minnesota, David Gallagher. The parents, the rents are in the building. Yeah. So turn your mics on. There you go. And now talk to the mic. Yeah, Say hi. Hi. <laughs> there we go. Greetings. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, love to have people in the studio today. Yeah. You know, it's National Marquette Day. The parents come National out. Marquette Weekend. Yeah. National Marquette Weekend. Yeah, it's a weekend. Big weekend. Yeah, moved from actually a day last year to an entire, I'd say it's it's, it's, it's been, a week it's like and a, a ten half day, It's like a 10 day thing. It's been, they it's put been it on like Sunday. nine the days. The Saturday now. game last week was the, the start of National Marquette Week, and now the Sunday game this week is the end. Yeah. No, it's so we we got it. We got a lot of time to celebrate Marquette, Marquette Athletics, Marquette Ap- Academics, which we just learned about a new business school for Marquette Ooh, University. We did, which is big. We're all business majors. It's going to give Johnson Hall a rival. Yes, yeah, seventy yeah. million dollar business school. 
What did it have? How many? How many square feet was it? Oh gosh, I, I, it's it's a big. It, it's, it's a. You know what? It's a unit. Uh, it's a Patrick Mahomes of a building. It I'm gonna say it straight Mahomes. up. It's you know vi- how we went over? This is a Vince Frank Gore is. Of a- no, Frank Gore <laughs> is Humphrey Hall, and yep. Peyton Manning is. Straz. Straz. I would say Saquon Barkley, but the new business school. Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick it's, Mahomes. It's, He's up and it's coming. It's like J It's going to be the goat. No, J Lo's been there for it's years. It's going to be the goat. What, is where's J Lo though? Where does she fit into the equation? She's nowhere. Nowhere. Not not on our campus. Even after that Super Bowl halftime performance, she's no. not even part of this game. Was it one of the best halftime shows of all time? No, I still think, I still think Bruno Mars is Bruno like Mars top is pretty cool. Like cake. He's such a good performer. I thought the one in Minnesota was pretty cool with like what they did with the lights and uh, prints. Of course, you thought the one in Minnesota was yeah. cool. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. little of course, yeah. little hometown bias. Maybe, yeah, maybe just okay. a slight bias. Hey, Spe- but we speaking, of, speaking Min- of hometown bias, though, we we're going into our first story. Our... We w- we are. So let's talk about M- M- Mookie Betts, Zach. We got to talk about Mookie because it was one of, if not the biggest sports story of the week. Wait, wait, wait. Can we just note something? Brian just took off his headphones, and last year he noted himself as a baseball guy and just took off his headphones oh, after yeah. he started. I never noted myself as a baseball I think, guy. I don't think I he followed, noted himself as a baseball guy. I follow the I sport he, if the Twins are in the playoffs for yeah, the three games that we lose did. to the Yankees this is what every he year. He did last year. He self proclaimed himself a fair weather fan. Yeah. That's what he did. That's exactly what I am. Baseball is not exciting. <laughs> It gets a little exciting if my team's in the playoffs, but we're going to lose to the Yankees every single time we make it to the playoffs. <laughs> That's a so great, you guys want to talk about model. your baseball, go ahead. I'm going to toss my mic hey, off. We'll, we'll talk about this trade, and you can it's, talk it's about real, your trades. It's a real team player. Well, yeah, right? we'll, I'll talk about my trades. Yeah, we'll, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about He's our own trades. He's a real team player right now, because yeah. I'm here with a bad head cold here on a Saturday morning, and this guy's just going to... Yourself. Walk off like he's walking off into the tunnel. He's going to get taped up and get ready for the next quarter. Hey, load, mani- right load, load management. That's all I gotta say. Oh, it's I not hate a load management. In in radio, there's no such thing as load management. Okay, we're here. We play four quarters here. If there's no such thing as load management in radio, why did you take last week off? Oh, that was, that was a DNP. That was that was just an out. That was, I. That's not a load management. That was I was out sick. All right, all right. Uh, some would say that you could have been at the uh, Pfizer Forum. I I thought Saturday. I saw him at the Pfizer. Forum. Maybe it was a hologram. Did you see me there? I uh, might have. All right, let's talk about the movie. Hey, if yeah, I wasn't the movie, hey, if I wasn't in the lower bowl, I wasn't there. That's <laughs> oh wait, that is invalid because uh, we were there in the second half, so I can't say that. Anyway, let's get to Mookie. So, Tony Clark, Shakira is forty three. Brian, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to, my grandmother just texted me that. Of all people, come on. You gonna make me call? Did you say forty three? Okay, good. I thought okay, you said yeah. fifty three. No, okay. no, 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 no. So, so. Let's get back to let's get back to the task at hand here. So Tony Clark, he is the MLBPA, M, did I get that right? MLBPA chief. He said that this deal is being delayed and it needs to be resolved quickly. What deal? The Mookie Betts deal. So the proposed three-team trade, actually four-team trade. In no, Major sorry, League three Three-team between the Dodgers, yep. the Boston Red Sox. And the Minnesota Twins. Look at that. They're actually in this trade, Brian. So I feel like you should actually have a take on this. Yeah, you're kind of excited. You should be excited about this. The team is this. in this trade. Are they in the playoffs? They might be. No one's in the playoffs right now. We've it's been the winter. I am a fair-weather baseball oh fan. All right, all right. No one's <laughs> in the playoffs right now. It's the winter. Well, so but l- this is a big trade. Let me, let me know when October comes around. And if the Twins are there, I'm watching. 
But other than that, even even this big trade, the biggest trade of the offseason, you're not gonna be a part. You're not gonna have a take at, on this. Um, I just hope that it, it improves our team as a whole. He, Got it. All right, he that's keeps enough. flipping his mic on and off so much. That's how disinterested he is, and he doesn't even afford to keep his mic on during this segment, which is really disappointing. Anyway, so the the three way trade would send Betts and David Price, who was uh, my beloved guy after that World Series run, both of them going to L.A. Bruzdar Greterol, 19-year-old, 19, 18, young guy, uh, right-hander. 21. 21, that was close. He can drink. Uh, Alex Verdugo, uh, start, not starting center. He was starting center field for a while there. Um, both both young guys going to the Red Sox, and then the Dodgers starter Kenta Maeda goes to Minnesota. So this deal was agreed upon Tuesday night. Today is Saturday, and it still hasn't been approved. Apparently, Bruzdar Griterol, the hard throwing right hander, has had some problems with his physical. He underwent Tommy John surgery, missed time, but. Overall, the deal hasn't been done, and Tony Clark, the MLBPA chief, says, got to speed it up. What's going on here, boys? We got to get this deal done. MLB Players Association, in case you didn't know that, because not all of us yeah, are sorry. MLB fans or even... I mean, PA... Yeah, yeah, Players Association. So yeah, basically could, they're saying that You could that say this, public address, too, because yeah. that's a sports term, too, so sorry. Yeah, this... uh, The... The delay is due to medical examinations, I believe, of yeah. both teams, of both sides of the trade, and the MLB Players Association isn't too happy about it either, because it's basically throwing a player's life, where they're going to live the next year, into disarray for like a couple of days, because he doesn't know where he's going, he doesn't know whether he's been traded yet, or whether he's going to stay in Boston. I know Red Sox fans are hoping that medical evaluation doesn't go so well so that uh, he doesn't get traded, but that's the extent of that story right now. Um, but say the trade does go through. Go for it. This is a problem for Red Sox fans, and Red Sox fans are enraged, but the question is, do they have the right to do so? Because Do we have the right to be enraged? Yes. No doubt. No Why? doubt. Why? Like you're, we talked about this a little bit, the luxury tax, the reason that we're giving them these two players up, we pay them so much money for good reason. One of them was the youngest and might be, might have been one of the greatest Red Sox in history had he stayed with us, Mookie Betts, one of the youngest MVPs in the league. We let him go because we can't pay him money. Given we had a bad year last year, we we won a World Series two years ago with both these guys. They showed they can play. Why are we giving them up? Because of money? It's like practice. Really? Practice? We're talking about practice? We're talking about money. I'm out here winning a World Series and we're talking about practice? We're talking about money. Money. You're the boss. Are you Red serious? Sox. We are... We are not a small team. We're we're a big market. We're a huge market. You guys are like the second biggest baseball market. Yeah, it's crazy that Absolutely. we're doing this. And the 
The other thing is we're giving them to the Dodgers. Yeah. Which which the rest of the MLB does not seem too happy Send about. Send them to like the Diamondbacks or like someone that nobody cares about. Like why no one else can team, pay them. Then the other team in this triangle was the Padres. They were all in San Diego. Not a huge baseball market, but no, the Gerald Major Kyle Bloom, new guy just coming in from Tampa Bay. Who we were all excited about because he, we thought he would build up our bullpen, and instead he just lets two of our best. He wanted to do business with Andrew Friedman, the GM for the Dodgers, because they worked together in Tampa Bay. So, so, so this trade goes through. What are your guys' expectations for this year? Oh, gosh. I hope we do horrible. I hope they... Tank? Yeah. No, no, no. no, no, no I don't no, want to no, tank, no, no. but I hope they is, do. Is I mean, I just... thing in baseball? Like, yes, absolutely. I want, I want them to realize the mistake they made. I think the team as a whole will be way newer than it was last year. You got a new manager who... I mean, let's face it. Pitchers and catchers are poor. There's new man. Don't have a manager yet. Got to find a right fielder now. And as a whole, the team will be new. Does it? Is it still a playoff team? I think so. Especially with the batters lineup that you got out there. You got JD Martinez re-upped. You've got you've got good bats still in this lineup. Andrew Benintendi's still there, Michael Chavis. So I think it's still a playoff team, but you got to find a manager. You got to get this deal done so that fans can move on because they're angry. Yep. At the end of the day, but, we'll be better than the Twins. Yeah, you so. know, you know what this is. This <laughs> yes. is cute. If you guys want to talk about a fan base that doesn't know how to trade athletes, go for it. Welcome to Minnesota. All right. Now we're hopefully we're turning things around, but here's what happened: NBA, Minnesota Timberwolves. We trade Andrew Wiggins, who's our first overall draft pick. Franchise player. Fra- hopefully, Nearly. yeah. But, you know, he doesn't know how to play defense. So we trade Andrew Wiggins uh, and two two draft picks to the Golden State Warriors, who are tanking this year, who will have a top draft pick. And then they're getting Steph Curry and Klay Thompson back. And probably Andrew Wiggins is going to end up being one of the greatest players of all time, simply because the Wolves traded him. We're going to end up regretting it, even though we shouldn't. But we get D'Angelo Russell, we get to pair him up with Carl Anthony Towns, and they're going to be best friends, and they're going to gel, and the championship's coming in, we'll say, we'll give it 20 years. 20 years? Put in Within 20 the year next cap 20? So by 2040, the Timberwolves will have the Larry O'Brien. Hey, I hope to see a Timberwolves game before that 20 years, and I can, <laughs> and I can put, celebrate with you. Put that in the record books. You said, we'll give it 20 years. You heard it That's here. a confident fan. Hey, you heard it here first. Ryan, that's going <laughs> to be... See Mr. Gallagher laughing what? over there. He's hoping it's less than 20 years. This is so perfect. They're 30, he's saying. <laughs> this is so oh, perfect gosh. that your parents are here, because guess what? You yourself are not even 20, so you're going to live a whole other lifetime yeah. before the Timbers win another ring. The lack of confidence in Minnesota fans. Awesome. It's all, they now, only got hockey see, in my I'm, mind. I'm confident in my Vikings. I'm confident. I think the Oh, Twins so you're going you're gonna to give them only 15. So I'm, you're going to live only no, only think, 75% of another lifetime before I think they win the, the Vikings, Super Bowl. I think the Vikings are right on the grasp of a Super Bowl. We've been right there for a lot of years now. Zimmer has been in the league. He's been our head coach for... Six, seven, eight, eight years, I think now. Um, he's been doing a pretty good job. We, we've just been missing a few pieces every year. But with the Timberwolves, I'm a diehard Timberwolves fan. I love him to death. Former season ticket holder and hopefully a future season ticket holder. But it is hard to watch sometimes. Awesome. We've, we've been on two 13-game losing streaks this season. Do you guys know what that feels like? No, actually I don't. 13 yeah. games? Two 13 games. It's a lot of games. Yeah, it's a lot of games. I did like the video, though. I did like the... 
hype up of Carl Anthony Towns meeting D'Angelo Russell off the yeah. private plane with the no, jersey. No, it's, it's, cool. it's good vibes so far. If Very you're a Timberwolves fan, you'd be excited. I am I am excited. All right. All right, we can move on to 10 questions. You're doing 10 questions? Yep. Cue the music. It's a little vibey, vibey mix. Okay. This, this is, is what happens. This is what happens when Zach Passios, executive producer, takes over. All right. First question. Best like Super Bowl commercial. Oh, it was by far the one when that actor was taking off his muscles and he was just really oh, skinny. Oh, yeah. That was it funny. was uh, Jason that was Momoa. Good. Yeah. I, I'm going with Tom Brady Hulu. I think that was, I mean, I'm 100% biased. Shocker. But I watched it 20 times over. Just him saying, according to the script they just gave me, Hulu comes with all the all your favorite classics and like. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Tom Brady Hulu. It was pretty. It good. hit home, especially for New Englanders. Heartbeat stopped. <laughs> oh, I wasn't worried at all. No, I knew there was come entertainment on. All right, question number two: yeah. Was there a pass interference before halftime? We're talking about the offensive pass interference on uh, George Kittle. No, no, there wasn't. Not at all. No, there was definitely contact. And the refs hadn't called anything like that to set the precedent earlier that game. It was not a great call, though. Do, do we want to explain the aftermath of that? Because of Be- due circumstance. They went into halftime. Due circumstance. 10-10. Now. It's, I had Super Bowl squares. 0-0. Zero, zero. For $600 at halftime, the referees. Oh, I didn't think absolutely. we were going to drop the money. Oh, uh, we dropped it. Absolutely blundered a call. And now we have a new table in our living room. Yeah, That's now it. we have a beautiful new <laughs> now high-top high table. Now Zach's bank account right. just got re-upped. Question three. Is food delivery, such as game, or, uh, Grubhub, what did we Uber get? Eats, what did we get for the Super Bowl? We had pot belly. Pot we belly. got pot belly for the Super Bowl. Real good. Is it worth the extra money? All right. So the idea that I had posing this question is that, like, I enjoy food being brought to me. You just feel like, like a king. You feel yeah, like a right king. there. It's right there. You can just go back into your your home, your palace. Your I don't know. Yeah. You just you just get the food there and you get to eat. I don't know. I I I think it's worth the extra money. It's worth the money on occasion. I say no. I I have no problem come going out. Even like like the other week. He can be our delivery got a, boy. Got ourselves <laughs> a like, San Giorgio pizza, and they didn't deliver. I was like, all right, fine. Aiden actually it. was my delivery boy for one day this semester. Uh, <laughs> no, no. He went to go get pizza. from. The, he likes pizza. Everyone yeah. knows Aiden likes pizza. He got really nice pizza from this place downtown, and I asked him to get me a cannoli. They didn't deliver, so we went down, bus down there, picked up a pizza and two cannolis, and brought it back to me. So Aiden yes, was my that Uber Eats make, driver. That doesn't for a make day. me your delivery boy because yeah, I was no, in on the order. That no, was you, my you order. This dude, you brought this dude cannolis in bed. That's yeah. I, would, I let you. I let you in on the order. It was my order. Then you brought it back to me. I gave you one cannoli. That did makes you, me your you, delivery did boy. He, did yeah, he give does. you a nice yeah, tip? For sure. Did he give no, you a nice tip? No, I didn't tip? pay him. <laughs> yeah, you did. It was, it was like a $7 yeah, I paid him for cannoli. the cannoli. It was such a good cannoli. Of course you gave me right. money for that. All right, question four. Let's move on. College Lax is back. This will is, you be watching? I will. Dude, I, I love will lacrosse. Too. I love I, watching I could lacrosse. Get, I could get into lacrosse. I, it could happen. I'll ESPNU it, dude. Yeah. ESPNU. It's always ripping on Saturdays. Who's your team? Marquette. Notre Dame Marquette, dude. We have we have a lacrosse team. Did you know that? My team? 
Loyola, Maryland. Yeah, Loyola, Maryland. Loyola, Great Maryland. team. I, I mean, all, out, hey, here's the thing. I'll root for any. Let's all pick one random team no. and then also Marquette. Yeah. And then just root for each have two lacrosse teams. Hey, I like that, but, like, I'll just throw out a lacrosse game and root like root for a good, like, overtime are, game. Are there halftime bets at lacrosse games? Like, is there a sports you, gambling community? I mean, I bet there is. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I can get I behind bet. that. All right. All question right, number five. This is mostly posed po- <laughs> to, to, to Aiden. Tylenol or Advil, which tastes better? This is really hard because they're both pills. But, like, you know that second before you swallow a It pill? has, like, that little cherry coating on it. You know what I mean? No. T- neither Tylenol or Advil has good, like, they t- both taste like nothing because they're pills. Can I say, can I give a third? Yeah. Delsum cough syrup goes down like water. Aiden, a cough syrup addict, confirmed. I got ID'd at Walgreens the other yeah, day. Yeah, I got ID'd, ID'd for getting. For yes, I got ID'd. You get for ID'd. Stuff. Whoa! So I had Big to time. give my license. I was like, okay, wow, Lock, rock and roll here. But number I six, Delsum, get the grape. I haven't, I haven't touched the orange. I've been hammering the grape all last two weeks. It's good. I'm not going to drink cough syrup if I'm, not, if I'm not sick, though. That's the only thing. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't be advertising that. If you're not sick, don't do not do that. Don't do that. All right. Question number six. Should offensive fouls be given for flopping? And I've heard this a lot in uh, both NBA and college games, but on the three-point shots when players are kicking their legs out and hitting uh, if it's part defensive of your, players, like, you know, like some guys extending their legs out. That, like, that natural extent. Some guys have that natural Yeah, some guys do extension. it. I've seen that called before, and I don't like that. As an offensive foul. As an offensive foul. I don't like that because that's their, their natural thing, but there are three-point shots that guys try to make contact, get a foul with their legs or their arms, and it's if it's not your natural shot, it should it should be an offensive foul. See, I, don't th- I think it should be an offensive foul no matter what because if you're initiating the contact, even after your shot is going yeah. up and – I mean, you're going for that lower area yeah. of their body. You want it to make it look like not, they not tripped a, your legs up. Yeah, not yeah. only is that dangerous, but it's... It's I dangerous mean, it's, for you and the other guys. It's disrespectful to basketball, too, <laughs> Respect man. Respect the game. Yeah, Respect honestly. Game. I mm-hmm. I don't think fouls could be... It obviously depends on the play, but if it's really egregious, yes. But I think overall, throw a fine at them. I think if it affects the game, it's going to be a whole other crap storm in the media the next day like should the foul be given it's like pass interference in the nfl i think if you throw them a fine throw them a fine for flopping but i think throwing another foul at it just affects another layer of the game i think it's i a, think it's a form of gamesmanship i think if you give them a foul in game like let's say that foul takes them out of a game that's going to teach them and then their Hell team yeah. ends up losing yes. it. That's going to teach them more than a fine that is like is the equivalent to us giving someone $20. Absolutely. Fines for professional athletes and like if you're a starting guy in an, on an NBA roster, you don't care about a $2500 fine. You don't care about a $10,000 fine. That's pocket change. That's chump change. Yeah, I understand I understand that part of it, but I think it's it's a it should be on a case by case basis. Excuse me. I want to see I want to see I want to see it implemented first and see how it goes. Yeah. All right, next question. Is your order always a cheeseburger? Last uh, last night we went to Cops and I got a hamburger. And Big my mistake. brother, yeah, my brother wasn't too happy about it because he believes, he was basically telling me you should always have cheese on your burger. I, hey, Brian? I don't know. Oh, last I'm with time Jake I had a 100%. Here. I don't know last time I had just a plain hamburger. 
Oh, you know, I'm I'm with Jake 100. Yeah, percent you got to get cheese. I didn't no. think I could. I don't know. I no. don't know why I didn't think I could take the cheese last night. Yo, yeah, you said you said. I was like, I you can't feeling well. You didn't want it to mess with your stomach. I don't know. Yeah, but always get a cheese. Yeah, I I disagree. I could I could go plain all the time. I I'm with Jake here. I don't think no. cheese has to be no, together. I, like I was the one that. All right. Have to. Next question: Custard <laughs> oh, or ice sorry. cream? Quick hitter. Brain's a little slow. Today. Custard or ice cream? I haven't had custard enough to custard. taste the difference. I think custard's better. Yeah, it is. I haven't had I haven't custard enough to taste the difference. Really. All right, number nine. Should the college three point line be moved back? No, can we can we move no. that to ten? Yeah, yeah, we can move to ten. Because I want to talk about that a little bit more. All so, right, number ten. Should the NBA three pointer be moved back further? Oh gosh. I think it should. You yes, see Damian Lillard, yes, J- yes. James Harden, even LeBron, Steph Curry. These guys are pulling up from the logo like it's nothing. Move it back further. It'll be a little bit more interesting, I think. It'd make the court look kind of weird, but I think it'd be fun. So now let's go to college. All right. So college basketball moved back the three-point line uh, this year uh, back to FIBA regulation. Uh, not sure how much further it was, but it's it's a clear difference on the court. It's some like courts, another foot length. Yeah. Some courts have uh, like five, six three-point lines now between high school, it's women's like high basketball, school, women's, women's basketball, basketball, old college, G League, and NBA, college. old yeah. college. So... Teams are attempting just as many three-point shots, uh, if not more, than they were last year in college basketball. And it is a historic low for three-point percentage, as it should be. The The line just got moved back. The shot's a lot harder. The NBA did it to spread the game and to limit the three-point shots, basically the usage of the three-point shot in the college game. Well, I think the thing with college is... They're still taking shots way like you see like Marcus Howard, Miles Powell. They're still taking shots from like way beyond NBA three point range a lot. If you move it back a little bit further, it's I don't see it like that big of a negative effect coming. I I think as Marquette fans, we have a little bit of a different perspective because we watch said guy Marcus Howard every game, and he is a dude that practices practices threes. With his brothers Jordan and Desmond, shout out to the H three Howard from way back, way way past NBA range. So of course he's going to be comfortable back there. But in the run of the mill college team, I think moving that line back again that they did right. So so the high last year, yeah. Moving it back again, I think is fine. I think is sufficient because college is a game where guys are still. It's not like the NBA where every guy knows how to shoot threes. Everyone's 6'10", swingman, Kevin Durant, and can pop a three. It's not how it works in college, and there's still a big man presence. Like, it's the lack of that in the NBA where there's almost no big man presence. College, there still is, and there's less of a three-point presence in, than there is in the NBA. So I think... Hold up. Am I am it. I reading this correctly on this link that was yeah, uh, attached? Yeah, yep, yep. Virginia went from 39.5% yep, yep. last year yep. to 27.2% 27. this year. They the 350 Division One teams. They are the in the first change. four out right now. Yeah. They're, they were the... They were a deadly three-point team last the year. The biggest change in three-point percentage ever in college basketball percentage, this Virginia team from last year to this year, the... Record for the highest three-point percentage in college basketball as a whole came in the second season of the three-point line when teams were only shooting 10 threes a game. Yeah. So that makes sense. Teams are now hucking up, what, 20, 30 shots a game? Yeah. So it's 
it's no doubt that that's going to go down. But yeah, it went from thirty three point or thirty four point five four five four percent last season to thirty three point five nine, which is a historic jump. So I don't I don't know if the the goal of the three point line moving back was accomplished to spread out the game, but it definitely was accomplished to to lower the usage of the shot. All right. If you want to weigh in, 414-288-7091 or on Twitter at GrubMUR. That's GrubMUR. And again, 414-288-7091. So, Zach, I know you had a big problem with (laughs) – let's just call it a problem with Giannis picking out his all-star team. With LeBron last night, we're gonna get into that. It wasn't last night. It was on Thursday, two days ago, Thursday evening. Okay, I was, I was watching it at work actually with the basketball team because they were eating. Yeah. So, what do you think about like the the system? I love the system. Yeah. I absolutely love the system. I okay. like how the all the all the money is gonna go to like whatever city the All Star game is in. Chicago. Gonna, the team that wins is gonna donate a bunch of money. Oh yeah. Towards yeah. charity, I think it should be the team that loses has to donate all the money to charity. I think they'd start playing a little bit harder then, but um, no. <laughs> but yeah, Giannis. Oh, it's just shake my head. All right, All so, right let's, so this is our clip and rip it today. Zach, lead the way. Yeah, the All Star draft happened this past week, um, and Giannis's first pick was Joel Embiid. LeBron's first pick was Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis uh, no doubt. But Giannis's second pick is what I'm gonna rip here. Oh, there it is. Pascal Siakam. Now listen to LeBron's reaction. I'm all star having a great year with the with the Raptors. All right, LeBron. Oh, that's that was a good pick right there, Giannis. That was gonna be my next pick. Oh my goodness, I was gonna take Pascal. Not a chance. That was sincere. (laughs) That was going to be my next pick. I swear. Pascal Siakam. Giannis picks Pascal Siakam as his second pick when there's still Trey Young, James Harden, Kemba Walker, and Luka Doncic on the. Yeah, no. The start. The starting lineups is really like the Monstars versus the Looney Tunes. It's LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, maybe the three best players in the world right there, Luka Doncic absolute superstar and James Harden who doesn't miss and then Giannis has Trey Young who's what is he five foot ten 185 pounds yeah super small dude yep. yeah he can shoot lights out Kemba Walker who's also not a huge dude Pascal Siakam who's he's a solid player <laughs> but is he really an the all-star starter all right and then Giannis's third pick came with even a bigger surprise um I'm between Kemba and Trey Young Wait, you don't, want the, go. you don't want the dribbler? <laughs> <laughs> I want somebody that's going to pass the ball. That's what I want. <laughs> Giannis not picking James Harden, publicly saying that he doesn't pass the ball. Publicly saying that he doesn't play defense, too. I love it. I, actually, I, oh, I, wait, I, I didn't half even pick it. up on that. Yeah, he I just, didn't pick up on he that. Just, there were three people on the he board. It was Trey Young, Kemba Walker, and... 
and James Harden. And James Harden. And, and he just said, oh, I'm between Kemba and Trey Young. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was between Kemba and Trey Young and didn't even think about James Harden because he said he doesn't pass the ball. Yeah. I want somebody that's going to pass. I got a quick Charles Barkley. I got a quick movie quote for you guys. It's not about picking the best players. It's about picking the right ones. Okay. Giannis, maybe he has a strategy that we don't see right now. Okay. All right. Oh, gosh. Maybe, yeah, maybe come come next weekend in Chicago, Giannis, he's got some formula. He's got he's got the... Uh, now, the, here, here's where the All-Star draft gets even a little bit weirder. Here's, an, here's another Space Jam reference. He's got the he's got the secret water. Giannis has got, like, the secret water that only Trey Young and Mike Kemba Walker yeah. can play with. No, but if you, even if you look at the reserves, LeBron's team is just better all around. Oh, my gosh, yes. And it's unbelievable. He, I was watching the, the video, and I was like... Oh, those are the starters. Yeah, like the the vote, like the Giannis didn't pick those guys. Russell like Westbrook Pascal was like Siakam. Russell Westbrook was the third to last pick. Yeah, I'm convinced the entire NBA hates Russell Westbrook. I don't think anybody actually likes him. He's not that bad. He's really he's one of the best players in the league, and he goes second to last in the All Star draft. Side note: Last year, this wasn't televised. And no, it was Twitter- televised last year. It was two years ago that it was. Two wasn't. years ago. Yeah. And the and fans on Twitter blew up and said, we need this televised. This is why. This is why. This is exactly why. Because Giannis saying, oh, I'm picking either between Kemba Walker or Trey Young and leaving James Harden out of it because he hasn't passed the ball. This is exactly why this needs to be no, televised. The, the NBA, they realized they messed up the first year. They listened to the fans, which is why they're the best league in sports. Absolutely. It, Absolutely. It might not be as fun to watch as maybe the Super Bowl, but if we're talking about a league in sports, they're the best league. They have the best commissioner. Best league. They listen, they no. do the most for the community. They're a, they're becoming a global brand more than any other American sport. They listen to the fans, they give us what we want, and we love every second of it. There's storylines throughout the entire season that keep us interested. Here that's what I want to talk about, the storylines. Do you see what the Grizzlies were saying about Andre Iguodala? Uh, what about it? So Andre Iguodala got traded there and told them that he wasn't going to play at the beginning of the season. Yeah, that's the kind of crap I don't like. About but the here's the thing. he He's a finals MVP. He was just on one of the best teams of all time. And this Grizzlies team wasn't supposed to be good. They were supposed to be, like, maybe the worst team in the West. But they're competing for a playoff spot. So earlier this week, one of their young players, 23, 24 years old, who's averaging like 18 points a game, says... We want we want him to get traded so we can play him and show us what we're all about. They, so they wanted wait, they wanted so, Iguodala to get traded so they could just beat him up essentially. Yeah, because they want to be able to beat him. Right. Um, and I love that. And a lot of people were saying like, "Oh, that's disrespectful." Like he's thirty years. He's like thirty five years old. He's, he's an NBA vet. Like, let him do what he wants. I love it. It's grit. That's what we need in the NBA. I want people making beef with each other. I want to see a fight on the court. I want all of it. I think some of that beef is sometimes way too scripted and handed out beforehand. And that, that's that's my that's, that's my what beef some people think is going on though, Aiden. Some people think that because it, it happened the day after the Super Bowl. As soon as the Super Bowl is done, the NBA is like, it's time for us to get relevant again. Oh, we got someone kicking in here. Barb, what do you have to say? Oh, <laughs> she's she's laughing. Go for it. No. Go for it. Go, nothing? No. Go for it. I was just playing around, seeing if you boys were paying attention. 
<laughs> I thought we had a take. I thought we had a yeah, take. I thought I thought we were getting a hot take. That was all right. <laughs> that was four one four two eight eight seven zero nine one on Twitter at GrubMUR. Nope. Zach has stormed back into the studio. You had you got a take, buddy? Did you get it going? What what are you talking about? We're talking about Andre Iguodala not wanting to play for the Grizzlies, and now he's getting his way traded to Miami. Uh, hey man, if you're a millionaire and you can do what you want to do, shut up! Are <laughs> you kidding? Shut I'm up! Kidding. I'm kidding. I that's I why actually, I hate that, the NBA. Hey, that's, that's why, why I hate do the not NBA. like the NBA. That? Yes, did, did you that's say that? why I didn't like. Did me, you say that? Me, I hate no, the NBA. Tell me they're not reason. the best league in sports. No, no, Brian, Brian. The reason people hate the NBA is because of this. The nonsense. The 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 drama. It keeps it interesting. Keeps it interesting. I gotta go open the door. So I'm gonna... All right. <laughs> So, and the next story we're going to talk about, Zach, why don't you get us started off with this it? This is Zach's premiere story. I'll be All right, right back. so, this past Wednesday, there were a slew of Big East games. Some good Big East games. Some really good Big East games, uh, which consisted of a game between Butler and Villanova. Brian, did you watch this game with me? I watched, I came in for a little bit of the game, and then I went back out to the library to go study like a good college student, and here's what happened. I'm at the library for maybe 45 minutes, and I get a Snapchat from Zach showing me the end of the game. And let's just say I shouldn't have gone to the library. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. <laughs> so it was raining three – it was raining buckets, both literally and metaphorically, inside of the historic Hinkle Fieldhouse, built in 1928 on Wednesday night, as the number 19 Bulldogs – dogs – Battled the number 10 Villanova Wildcats. Butler won the game 79-76 on a buzzer-beating step-back splash by Kamar Baldwin. But that wasn't the only splash of the night. The game was delayed in the first half for 13 minutes because of a leaky roof. That sounds garbage to me. A leaky roof in the Big East? In a Big East regular season game. What is this? The SEC? Come on, we got to we got to pick our stuff up here. One of the most historic college arenas, built in 1928, one of the largest for since till 1950. In in sports, yeah. one of the largest arenas was 15,000. It's since been downgraded to 9,000, but just the energy in there is comparable to that of Cameron Indoor. It's like a, it feels Big Ten because it's they since they made it smaller, it's more packed, so it feels more Big Ten. Yeah, so the the it definitely has to get another renovation because it's uh it's clearly been through some stuff. But boy, was it fun watching the first half of the game and seeing guys walk through the catwalk, and uh, we just got joined in studio. A little, little meet and greet. Yeah, in well, me, we just got joined in studio by Mrs. Uh, Doing well. Mrs. and Mr. Hatton. So, uh, chaos right in yeah, chaos show. right in the middle of my Hinkle Fieldhouse story. Yes, the game was delayed, <laughs> oh, which I'm sorry. This provided... Is your, this is the story you want to talk about the most, I'm sorry. Which provided Butler with a uh, little jolt after the after the game started to continue. Villanova was up three, and Butler regained the lead and had it for most of the way. They went back and forth a little bit. Uh, but then at the end of the game, Butler's Kamal, Kamar Baldwin stepped back and splashed a three. Right in the face of Colin Gillespie, who is m- maybe one of the best on-ball defenders in the Big East. He's good. 
He's because, also been playing in the NCAA for ten years now, right? Ten. <laughs> he's, I think. Yeah, he's a he's a Trevor he's, Cooney type. He used player. to play Trevor with Patrick Cooney, Ewing, my boy. Yeah, he used to play with Patrick Ewing. So that was the that was the story at Hinkle Fieldhouse last night. Um, really, just Do you wild. Really think, wait, did I catch? They put did buckets you really up. Say, did you really say you think the drip gave Butler a a fire under their you know what's to like play blood? I mean, play it definitely better? it definitely helped them. I saw a different team out of them after that. I mean, Villanova was you by no means dominating. You think them. in the huddle, no, it uh, didn't change anything. But it, it was face? weird. Laval Jordan's a 13, like a man, a thirteen minute delay changes a game. That's like that's like a halftime. Yeah, and some teams can are really good after that. Their coach was definitely talking to them. If they didn't play well in the beginning of the game, some of their schemes weren't working quite right. They have time to adjust. They have time to fix it. They have time to come back, reloaded, and win the game. Yeah, man, it changed the game. Um... Yeah, it was a it was a great story out of the Big East. It's a great story for you. That was the that was the quintessential quintessential. A lot, side a lot of movement in the story. studio today. Pretty a lot exciting. of movement today. National we're Marquette get, Day. We're gonna get more. You want to hop on? We got we got we got mics. Hop on. You want to talk about uh, how Andy Reid? Uh, yeah. Celebrate? So this was this was Zach's story too, and Zach he really. Uh, he really picked out the story. He said this to me Monday morning, and I know this was absolutely uh, his his brainchild and his like favorite story of the week about Andy Reid celebrating after he wins the Super Bowl and says, "Oh, what?" Somebody asks him like, "Oh, what are you gonna go eat or how's he gonna celebrate?" Yeah. He he drops. Oh, gonna go, gonna go have the best cheeseburger of my life. Maybe such a, a football double. guy move. Maybe such, a double. Such a football guy move. And that was like that was the that was the move of all time. Like, oh, he's gonna drop a double now. So that that was the story. Let's uh, we're gonna take. There's a lot of, a lot of moving parts in the studio right now. So we're gonna take, we're gonna take a couple minutes here and figure out our next move here because you want to hop on. I don't know. All right, so. We'll see you later. So we got people taking off. You want to hear? Talk into the mic. Talk into the mic. I just start talking. All right. So our our first special guest is (laughs) my mom, Leslie Hatton. I know we have a lot of fam. We have a lot of family listening, and this is her first on-air debut. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good. And then now our second special guest is my dad. Tom oh. Hatton, again on air debut. Back. Good, good morning, team. <laughs> good morning. Excited to be on on the air today. We are back. Pleasure, pleasure to be. I here. wanted to ask your roommates if you got them all sick. So I don't I need for them to come back in. I don't think so. You can ask Zach right, right now. I'm going to give him back his headphones. So we're going to have, and then yeah, now we, we want to know. Uh, I want to know if he Zach. made everyone sick. Uh, my didn't. immune system is not sorry, so no, he uh, did not make me He sick. didn't make me sick. Yeah, I'm going to say my immune system's a little bit better than the 49ers' defense on Sunday. We have to all the microphones that you were near. We, yeah. It's more his, uh, his an annoying cough. His, oh. it's, it's, it's an ag- his disrespect for human life yes, at yes. night. Aggressive 6 a.m. cough. It sounds like a like I would say more dog. like 4 a.m. I think 4 a.m. has been my hotspot this past week. Also on the phone. Oh, does he cough when he's yes, on the phone? Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah, right it right into the ear. I'm like, right into the is ear. there yeah. not a directly. mute button? He hasn't, yeah. used, he hasn't learned to use the mute button yeah, yet. Yeah. <laughs> or just pull the Making phone just slightly away from Making your mother feel horrible. That just just a little bit. 
<laughs> but that's okay. And glad, we now we're we all now better. Yeah. Here, take these. We've got quite now. a crew in here. This yeah, is we got most people in on a in the studio. In the history of Games and Grub, is that Yo, right? This oh, might be, the, yeah, this the, is the largest Games and Grub history for sure. We're making history today. So we now welcome on a slew of new guests that just walked in. Zach, introduce your family, please. Yeah, so my brother Jake just stepped in. Uh, Jake, you want to say hi? How's it going? There it is. <laughs> uh, there he is. And my father, my father Jamie's here. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, there it is. Uh, Happy you guys second, can join. Second official appearance for your dad, right? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he he threw some knowledge at us last time at the end. He was, oh yeah, he's got his shoes on. He's got. He's got. We the, talked about the shoes for a while. He's got the shoes. We talked about the shoes for a while, and then he dropped some life wisdom on us at the end, right? So yeah. Something about. Where you, uh, where you, uh, you know, Zach uh, received a base at one of the. Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I received the base. I re- we talked about that. The Bush, we talked about the Bush Stadium. The Bush Stadium base. The Bush Stadium base. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, that's the base where all these kids start. <laughs> they have to work off it and grow from Yeah, we build from that base. The foundation. Right. Yeah. It's the foundation. Yeah, we still have that sense. up in our room. All right, so we can move on. This Everyone can contribute to this uh, topic. It's a quick thought. So best food you ate this week. I guess we'll go around in the yeah, circle. We let's got, do that. We got a bunch of people in the studio, so since I prepared, I'll go first. Jake, uh, Jake bought me the burger yesterday. It was a burger from Cops. I got no cheese on it. We already talked about how you you disrespected me for going with the no cheese option, but crazy yeah, move. I'm crazy with move. I'm with Zach. I'm I absolutely. You ludicrous. don't have to yeah, get cheese. It's not the phenomenon. Always. Yeah. So uh, that's that was the best food I ate this week. Aiden, was it Tylenol? No, did it Aiden was, eat any food this, any week? food this week? I did. It, only thing I think the only thing that comes to mind that I could like actually really taste was peanut butter. So my putter sandwich from Herbs and Gerbs. Did you know that our new roommate is allergic to peanut butter, Aiden? Yeah. Are you so kidding you gotta, me? You gotta be careful. It's like it's because like, I didn't know that until last week. I didn't know. I, if it's oh. the first time you're telling me, if it's me on your breath, never told us. it could kill him. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's not that allergic, but like keep peanuts away from him. Jeez. <laughs> Well, I don't. Is it peanuts or peanut butter? Both. It's Aiden. Oh, all right. Oh, Someone turn off his oh, mic. <laughs> yeah. All right. Peanut butter for Aiden. Because there's a. N- I don't know. I I'm. I'm slow. Here. Jake, you got something? Uh, yeah. I had uh, custard for the first time at Cops. Interesting. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. What I have the mint. The uh, grasshopper, grasshopper fudge. fudge. Grasshopper it's mint fudge. with fudge in it. Yeah. It's decent. It's decent. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I had steak and eggs this morning from the Ooh. ambassador. It was really good. I would 10 out of 10 recommend it. Wow. The hash browns, I kind of saved those for the end. Because, like, I don't know, like, steak and eggs is better than hash browns. But the hash browns are also really good. Uh, the coffee I had, it was just a great breakfast. I know I know, we went over it, but Brian asking if coffee was free at a diner. <laughs> oh, my gosh. For his refill was one of the at, toughest at moments of my life. Cafe was, oh. I'm, I'm new to coffee, people. It's fine. Yeah, Brian. Brian always made fun. He used to call me last year like coffee addict, and I would have it like two, three times a week. Now I actually have it more, and he is actually past me. It's like the tortoise and the hare. Like he's way ahead of me now, and he's like, "Oh, I'm so hyped about coffee right now." Like you said, you may be two x more of an addict than I am. One cup every two hours, it changes your life. Oh my god, you're not even like. I don't don't know. Move on. Who's up next? Uh, I. I would have to say it would be the, maybe the, 
chicken parm sandwich from last oh. night. Oh. Um, instead of the egg burger that I normally get at, at uh, Flynn's, Flynn's, Flynn's Pub. Yeah. The chicken. There's they have there chicken, parm chicken parm at Flynn's. Parm sandwich. Yeah. Notice my family mm. always chooses takeout items. So my son and my husband. You're up. <laughs> we just went to Stone Creek Coffee. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's really good. Really good. And I had a honey something biscuit, and it was delicious. And they warmed it up, and it was so very I, good. So I do want to I do want to change the topic slightly. Oh. Yeah, right, go so, ahead. So oh. for the for the audience, I've I've yet to be at Pfizer Forum. So when we talk about food, I'd like to hear what the suggestions are for me, a food item at the Pfizer during the game tomorrow. Oh, they're so, so Chick Fil A is not open because it's a right? Sunday, right? No so Chick Fil A. There's oh, so many. Not, oh, yeah. it's a Morning-ish. Sunday, so it's not gonna be open. There's so many different options though. Between Sobelmans, have you been to the Sobelmans on campus? Yes. Yeah, we've. So been. Yes. they have nearly, nearly an identical menu. Yeah, pretty close menu. Pretty close menu yeah. at Pfizer, and their burgers are really good. The Sobelmans at Pfizer is good, and it's a good replica. Like it's not your, your JV top, version. your top choice. I need your top choice. That, pe- oh, that pizza gosh. place top choice. There. The Canal Street pizza is good. I, I, it's the, really good for a stadium. The best part is, is they're not generic. None of them is. None of the places are generic, like concession foods. It's this all is like a millennial generation. Yeah, stadium. it's all Milwaukee. literally Milwaukee it's, it's, in a, a stadium. It's, a food, it's more of a food court and part of it than a. A stadium. lot of it is all Milwaukee based, except for Chick Fil A. It's all very, yeah. very Milwaukee centric, which is really cool. Yeah, I think the Sobelman's burger, just the Sobelman burger, is the best bang for your buck. Maybe maybe try to find some cheese curds. I mean, you guys are in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. might not come out here. All I won't. The time. A- I won't ask what the best best draft beer is. Uh, that's out of they that's have, out of line. They so have a lot that. of yeah. They have a great selection. Since we're not all twenty one, no. I think we are. I think the parent. I think my mom and I are just excited for my dad's just first game at Pfizer in general because yeah, it's such I've a been. good. He's never been. Right. So. She went to the senior day game last year against G Town. And the last home game of the year, and that was the game that Wojo like ran onto the court, and it was like he was pissed at the at the end of the game. Bad ref call. Don't say that word. That's not a good thing to say. <laughs> can't can't say that. But now that the whole family's here. It's going to be a good good National Marquette Day. Yeah, it will be good. And then your whole family's here for the game too, right? Yep. Everyone decided to come visit me for some reason. In Milwaukee. For some reason. <laughs> Some weird reason. Where so, is Mrs. Shelley? Mrs. Shelley is on the road to, uh, Bonnie is on a little college tour this week. Okay. So she's on the road to Wisconsin. Yeah, they're going to visit uh, the, the Badgers. They're she? going to Madison. Boo, Badgers. Do we want to talk about the Kohl Center? Shout out, Gus. Should we just shout out, Gus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll bring up my breakfast. My breakfast was yep. chicken palm. Excellent. What? With palm or parm? Parm. <laughs> ah, wait. Did you just? Hey, don't can we run hey, that back? Did you just say? Did you have that. a little Boston yeah. accent? Yeah, you can't do that. I'm the only person not from Massachusetts in this room. <laughs> Is that right? Oh, yeah, that, no. that, that's right. So the oh. other thing, we have some listeners out there Ooh. that are real Wisconsin cheeseheads. Ah. Yes. And cheeseheads. In controversy. I I said that you guys were on the on the radio with Sports and Grub. And he said, are they really Wisconsin cheeseheads? Are they talking about cheese curds? <laughs> and are they, you know. It just talking, came up. Are they talking about dinner clubs? Stuff like that. that hmm. was an old Wisconsin 
uh, restaurant, you know, they're called dinner clubs out here that sure. people just go to. And, and fish and fry, I've heard, is popular, right. too. Do well, you guys not Fridays. have fish fries out in Massachusetts? No, we have no. we have fish. We have fish fries. We don't get together and have fish fries. No. Oh. Fish and chips. Right. Fish and well, chips. Yeah, fish and Big chips. thing during Lent, right? Because yeah, the whole fries. Friday on Friday during Lent, no meat. So is the is the is there a debate on the best it, cheese curds? Well, I, I don't know if they're going to call in or not. But oh, uh, when right. we were here, you know, touring Wisconsin mm-hmm. with them, and they brought us to a fair amount of places that served really good cheese curds. Interesting. Best we cheese curds. That place where you get the wing. Isn't that right? Where, where you get yes, the wing. Yes, we went oh, to Jackson's. Pabst, yeah, Pabst Jackson, Blue Pops Blue Ribbon, whatever it's called. Yeah, it's Pops, Pops Blue Ribbon Pops Brewery is right behind it. Well, it's Jackson Blue Ribbon It's Pub. called Jackson's Blue Ribbon Pub. Pops Blue Ribbon is the beer. Jackson's yeah, Blue the, Ribbon yeah, is the, the brew, place. The brewery's right behind it. Yes. It's in the same right. complex. Was there. Yeah, so that, that was the same game after the G-Town game. Matt Helt and the, the whole senior day festivities were there. I don't think Wojo was I don't was Wojo there. I don't remember. I don't remember. He was too mad after the rough debacle. But yeah, if you know the best Wisconsin cheese curd, four one four two eight eight seven zero nine one, or on Twitter at grubmur. And I know uh, Uncle Paul, big loyal Red Sox fan. We may be awaiting his call because. <laughs> He texted me bright early this morning and said, what are you on? Is your show on today? Because he was really um, upset about the Mookie Betts trade. And he was really upset. And he, I think he wanted to voice his opinion. But as our, as our cohort here at this table is basically all from Massachusetts, except for Brian, is there a thought from the older crew here? I know we're all Red Sox fans, except for Brian. Sorry. About the Mookie trade, what's the what's Already, the debacle? Or I said my piece. Jake's got nothing. Dad's got nothing. I I I always have an opinion, right? So I think the um, it's a little dis- a little little concerning about a salary dump, right? If you look at it, we're, we're getting rid of David Price, we're getting rid of Mookie Betts, we're not uh, replacing them with really quality starters. I think the Twins are trying to unload their injured players. On the Sox, which is still up for debate, um, but to Aiden's point, I think I think we're if if uh, Evaldi can come back and pitch well, um, and the lineup is still pretty solid, I think we've we've got a fighting chance. But Yankees are gonna be tough. Yankees are gonna be. T- oh, I didn't even thought about the Yankees <clears throat> today. Unfortunately, but let's let's get to our next story, Zach. Take it away. I know you wanted to. This is one of your key stories this morning so let yeah go. so last show we talked about ed orgeron i don't know if everyone in here listened to that but ed orgeron after the game last week or two weeks ago now was talking about how he wanted to eat a ham sandwich after winning the college football national championship to celebrate his win with the lsu tigers now not no more than two weeks later andy reed comes out after a game after the Super Bowl. Yeah, not just any game. <laughs> not Bowl. just any game. The Super Bowl and says this. Enjoy this. <laughs> I mean, don't go don't turn the page and be on to the draft and all that. that you got to really inhale in this. I give him like three days and he's going to be back. <laughs> <there>. Enjoy <laughs> this. Three days. I'm going to go get the biggest cheeseburger you've ever seen. <laughs> uh, prime, the biggest one. And uh, might be a double. <laughs> <laughs> so Andy Reid's out here celebrating with a double bacon cheeseburger. 
That sounds Did he like- say bacon? Oh, maybe not. Maybe I just put the bacon on there. Hey, why not? Throw yeah. the bacon on there. I, I bet he's that a double head. cheeseburger. His name's Andy Reid. It's it's assumed that the bacon's already going to be on there. All right, so Ed Orgeron's ham sandwich or Andy Reid's double cheeseburger? I'm eating as with a Andy. celebration sandwich. I'm dining with Andy Reid if I have a choice. I'm going with Andy. Absolutely. But can can we just take a second to appreciate how great it is that these two football like gods, footballist of football guys, have ever that seen, aren't known for winning championships, win it in the same year. How how blessed are we? That is uh, the stars really aligned there. Yeah, that was. I mean, that's awesome. The football, the footballists, the football guys just yeah. won the two championships of football. They, they're both see, celebrating with ridiculously explosive <laughs> offenses going against a team that's probably like. It, there's a lot of similarities between the LSU Clemson game and then the uh, 49ers Chiefs game. If you think about it, explosive offenses. Both teams are good, but like, I don't know. I just. Would you would you choose a ham sandwich or a big cheeseburger after a big win? Big big cheeseburger. See, I I think I'd choose the big cheeseburger, but I think the ham sandwich is such like a it's, it's so, so unique. It's so yeah, it's more, so it's more of a football guy move to have the ham sandwich. Yeah, it's just throw it's just, some meat on a throw some meat on two pieces of bread and ham and cheddar. Yeah, let's just ham and cheddar. Let's go. You go. You go cheddar. Well, if you're having a ham sandwich, I, I feel thought like you said you always go with pepper jack. Pepper jack's on a burger. And okay. chicken sandwiches, yes. All right. All, All right. right, we got a caller. We got our next caller. Whoa. Turn the phone line up. This is executive producer on the air. All right, caller, you're on the air. Hey, how do you get a job like uh, sitting in there as a special guest commentator? I don't get it. <laughs> Uncle Chris is on. All right, Uncle Chris. Uncle Chris joins the crew. What's going I, on? I guess. I guess obviously you, you got to be a. You got to pay most of the tuition. <laughs> and then you and then you get a chance to get in there. You're writing the checks, T, so that's that's uh, you know, at least I get a seat at the table for 20 minutes on the radio. <sighs> All right, I got it. I this, think uh, this is I, have, I, I, I am I am related to the famous Uncle Chris, by the way, if anyone yeah. wonders. Yeah, so this is Uncle Chris's brother, my dad. <laughs> that's how we refer that's, to yep. Mr. Hatton as that's, Uncle Chris's brother. That's yeah, right. That's, that's how right. we refer yeah, yeah, exactly. Or sad sad Providence fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not, not. I I hey, listen. Call, I wouldn't call him out yet. Uh, <laughs> no, we just had a big win. We just took out uh, uh, we beat Creighton. So now we got Xavier. We got Xavier today. I don't know exactly what time. So we're hanging around. Although, you know, it's uh, been an up and down season for sure. I'm actually, I'm actually at Providence right now. I was just doing a some other work for the business school here. You know, shout out to the PC School of Business. But um, oh, okay. I want. I am. I have not. I just picked it, picked up the phone, so I haven't heard. I mean, you guys have probably commentated, but I heard uh, I heard you guys talk about a little bit about the Red Sox salary dump. I'm wondering, do you think that – I kind of look at it this way. I think they're almost acquiescing to the rest of the American League East right now and saying we're not going to be able to compete with the Yankees anyway. So, or, And maybe even, maybe even Tampa or even Toronto at this point. So we're just going to – you know, look back on what we've done, you know, in the last, say, five years where they've cut salary and then they've bounced back the next year and they're kind of going to try to do the same thing. I was wondering your thoughts on that. Dad, your uh, thought on that? Well, I, as I said, I, I, I <laughs> think, uh, unfortunately, bowing to the American League East leaders um, is a bit disappointing as uh, – Family-owned uh, season tickets within the family is a little disappointing as we as that bill shows up and exactly weeks later they they yeah, it doesn't get any they, cheaper they don't yeah, increase salary, in ticket they don't, yeah they don't they don't oh, give yeah. you a refund on that so 
maybe maybe okay. there's something uh, you know i'm curious to see you know who will be the next manager first of all the right. whole thing just Renicky, seems, right haven't like, they just said Renicky? it's like Renicky, but then john gibbons was uh rumored to be uh, oh, in the mix Gibby. um okay but the whole thing just seems backwards if you're the and we were talking about this on the way here if you're the boston red sox you're one of the four or five premier franchises in baseball and you're supposed to especially in baseball where there's so much money being thrown around the fact that they're it's a good word like acquiescing to a small market team and you have a small market gm now and kyle bloom if i'm saying his name right and he's selling off salary dump basically becoming tampa bay rays junior now it's just hard for red sox fans to embrace because they have so much money, and I don't know. John Henry is just I becoming so less and less of a small guys. money team now. You it's guys just, are gonna have one off season. It's just it. It must. We're it not, must really suck. We're not used to that. Yeah, we're not used to that. But as they say, no, we're not uh, used to it at all. You know, we, we <laughs> Brian was looking for like you a. You gotta have for people in enemy territory, like Uncle Chris is living in enemy territory. Like we're here, Marquette living in enemy territory. Like you have to have something. You gotta have. And when you're in Boston, you gotta be, you gotta stick up for your team. And when you're not spending money, when you know you have the money, it's frustrating. So while well, we it's have- kind of like you know what? It's kind of like anybody that gives you know gives me grief about it. It's kind of like watching what the Mets have done for the last like fifteen, twenty years, where you know the, the Wilpons are supposedly trying to recoup money they lost with Bernie Madoff. So they're still, uh, <laughs> and now they can't even sell the team because the guy who comes in with his billions of dollars. You know they want they still want some some part of control, so they the guy back just backed out of that deal. So it could be a lot worse, is what I'm saying, mm-hmm. than than having to take a year off or something. Um, the other question I had was, uh, does the Celtics not doing anything um, obviously hurt their chances in the East? And do you think um, do you think the Bucks' chances of winning it uh, are are compromised by the fact that Miami went out and got a uh, God, who did they get? Iguodala? Yeah. Yeah, take that do you one. Think, do you think Miami's number two now ahead of the Celtics? With, with Marquette's I, uh, Jay Crowder. Yeah, well. I don't think Miami's ahead of the Celtics yet. And I don't think Milwaukee is going to be as good in the playoffs as everyone thinks they're going to be. I think that really? it's actually really smart for the Celtics to not do something. I just have always felt that they're a team that's really based off chemistry. And a trade is going to screw up chemistry. It's going to take longer to gel. You guys are kind of catching your stride with Kemba now. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are both having career years right now. Enos Kanter, people like to hate on him. He's still there. He puts up good numbers. Doesn't play great defense, but you guys have been playing really well. And I'm not scared of the a, heat. A seven-game series, I still think that the Celtics have a very good chance of winning one of those against anybody in the East. Okay, so you don't think you don't think Miami's number two now? Because a lot of people seem to think that they are. I'm not sure. Miami, they have some grit to them. They're, they have. They could be they number have a two lot in the standings, but I still don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm not afraid of them. As a they have a fan. lot of fight in them, and Jimmy Butler is a great player. But are they going to be able to beat? Yeah, Celtics I can't see them winning, beating us, beating us four times. Don't know about that one. Are the Clippers now the team to beat in the West? The Clippers have been the team to beat in the West. Mm. No matter, no matter this Marcus Morris thing. I, I still think That's that they've been a team to beat. Yeah, As long as they have Marquette alum Doc Rivers leading the bench, I think so. <laughs> it all comes back to Marquette alum. Who are you guys playing this week? 
We got Butler, well, Butler tomorrow. We have, tomorrow. Uh, this is unofficially ranked 19. Butler Bulldogs coming off of a uh, buzzer beater win Big against win. Villanova. Probably jump them into the top 10. So it's basically a top 10. So, so at a home. Quick, yep. A quick at strategy form. strategy question for Uncle Chris as he's a you know basketball aficionado, right? I know there's <laughs> a, been some controversy here in the Marquette world of when Wojo calls a timeout or not, and when you're up three with X amount of seconds left in the game. Foul. Do you foul or do you not? I want to pose that question to Uncle Chris. So when you're up three, do you intentionally foul? And how much time left on the clock would you leave to foul? So that's that's Marquette's had a couple of those down the stretch here. There's been in, like in a row. Years. Three in a row. Yeah. yeah. The, what, they haven't fouled or they have fouled or it's been a little bit of a I would try to. I would try to get under. I would try to play D to under under five six ish, and then I would foul, for sure. Nothing over that. And if no, because then you'd still leave enough time. Like if 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 for if you foul and um, you know, God forbid they do do the you know miss the shot on purpose thing. There's if you leave too much time on the clock, someone does grab a loose ball and get it back out. You, you leave too much time, so. I would play D until about five, six seconds, and then I would absolutely foul. I would try to foul 100%. But, you know, the problem is kids tend to foul at the wrong time. And, uh, you know, there was one – there was actually one last night in the Ivy League. I don't know if you saw the highlights of it. Yale – Yale's playing Harvard, right? Two of the smartest schools in the world. (laughs) Harvard goes up four, okay? Four with, like, five seconds, six seconds left on the clock. Kid for Yale comes down, puts up a three – Guys for Harvard fouled him, made the three. <laughs> so now he goes to the line for one, and the kid for Yale actually missed the free throw. Harvard ended up winning. <laughs> as but soon as someone starts shooting, don't touch. Do you have to be, how dumb do you have to be to foul at all? Yeah, you don't you touch him. Near anybody. <laughs> if so, and if someone's going to shoot the ball, do not put a breath on them. If like, if that happened to Marquette, I would. Punch a wall. Would, yeah, you, yeah, headbutt a wall. <laughs> you don't touch anyone when you're up for. You just no. Nope. You just honestly just stay in your half just of the court. I bet stay Wojo, on the baseline. Wojo would find a way to mess it up. Yeah, I bet he would. See that, <laughs> wow. See that, wow. That, that, that was my other topic. Hey, man. I know you guys are. This is an official. Yeah, you're, you're Fire going Wojo on podcast. to it. Anti Wojo. <laughs> official Fire Wojo podcast. I, I can't right. subscribe wow. to that. Yeah, I can't subscribe. I'm not to that with either. that, Brian. Get out of here. As one he of the has three one of the hosts top, here. Of I mean, how do, you, how, do you, how do you challenge? He has one of the top ten recruiting classes in the nation coming in next year. In the wow. nation, as is ranked right now. That's one of the things I wanted to talk about this Sunday. We will have recruits coming. We had recruits come to that Villanova game. We cannot also boo. known as tomorrow. Yeah, sorry, Sunday. this Sunday tomorrow. We cannot boo him when he's being introduced introduced in Pfizer form. That is such boo? a bad. What do you mean? The student section boos him every single time. Yeah. Wojo, that is Wojo such a bad look no. on, on our recruits on our recruits' ears. Him hearing there's that. A time a, yeah, there's a time and a place, maybe, but that's certainly not it. Knowing, it's, that, yeah. it's knowing not, that there's kids there, that is not it's it. Not it, Chief. Right? No, I'm surprised because he's had he's had a lot of success. I mean, you know, it's hard to it's hard to win the Big East. It's hard to get far in the NCAA's, but I think his uh, his track record is pretty good. So I don't know. I mean, we've we've had some, we've had our ups and downs with Cooley, but no one wants to see him leave because he's a great ambassador for the school, and he and he attracts kids. And you know, it, it's it's a hard it's a hard business. So what are we going to get? The other thing is like, okay, great, you know. The Marquette pipe girl, dream you know, is that Dwayne Wade's going to you know now he's now he's on. retired. He's got he's all his time on his hands. 
he's not going to he's not coming back to Milwaukee. <laughs> Coach Marquette. I mean, let's, you're let's gonna stay in South Beach. Yeah, he's been sitting on the beach. <laughs> he's been sitting on the beach. He's gonna. He's coach on an NBA kid. show now. He's gonna coach his kid. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he has a show with Adam yeah. Lefko. Oh yeah. Okay. So he's got he's, not he's got time there. on his hands. Yeah, well, I can't good subscribe. Luck in the game. I have to. Uh, I have to run because I have to go check in on my son, who's uh, a new bartender at a place near campus here. Oh, oh awesome! He got a job. Up. Okay, so we saw him. We saw him in action when just we were after there. he got his uh, certificate. We saw. Yep. We saw Ryan in action, Zach and I, when we went down, and yep. he did a little contraption for us. So now he's actually yeah. employed. Yeah, it's exciting. Employed. He worked. He worked his first shift last week, so I'm going to check in on him, and then I got to get on the road. So good talking to you guys. Good luck tomorrow. I hope you take out Butler. <sighs> Thank yeah, you so much takes. for calling Thank in. You. See you guys. All right. Bye bye. Wow. So Ryan actually he got employed. That's big news breaking on the program. Yeah. Bar- bartending school. That's that relates to games and grub. That relates to the grub part a little bit. You gotta <laughs> you gotta drink with your food. You gotta have some type of fluid to wash it down. Yeah. Oh, now he hits the mute button. Yeah, now he. he I'm not sure if you heard. Hey, that was my first. That was my first oh, slip up this entire show. I, you hit the off button, then you cough. That's how it works. All, All right. right, Brian, you want to get us going to the next yeah. story? So uh, we were talking about what our favorite food of the week was and all that. Yep. Uh, let's talk about who uh, some people in Miami, what their favorite food of the week was. Uh, after the Super Bowl, they they had a lot of food there, a lot of uneaten food, a lot from the concessions, uh, a lot of VIP sections because there was a whole NFL 100 thing. They had a lot of extra food. Uh, 30,000 pounds of uneaten food uh, from the Super Bowl was donated to Florida food banks. Uh this is the first half of why we love sports. Um, it sucks seeing food go to waste. Uh, it, you got to love this. It's good stuff. Uh, it included tenderloins, barbecue chicken, wings, ribs, and charcuterie plates. Do you know what a charcuterie they, they got yeah. Nice they pronunciation got charcuterie there. boards yeah. at food That banks. was really good. That definitely made these, like, these people's, like, possibly make, it made their month, their year. Um, just love it. Love to see it. This guy works at Cassettas. He knows he knows how to say a thing or two. Charcu- I've I've made a couple charcuterie boards in my in my days. In your days, <laughs> wasn't that isn't that why we're missing Mookie Betts? Didn't Mookie Betts make the uh, go serve food at the food pantry after the? Yeah, he would be out. He'd be out One at the, midnight, uh, like game after games. And, yeah. Oh yeah, it was during the World during Series. The World Series. During, man. Yeah. So thirty thousand pounds of food was donated. Uh, of uneaten food was donated to Florida food banks after Super Bowl. Um, it will be able to feed an estimated 20,000 people. Yeah, so that's awesome for both the NFL and uh, Hard Rock Stadium yeah, for doing it's, that. It's a good look for Miami. The NFL, also another thing that um, we probably touched, you probably touched on last year, but the shirts of the losers losing, of the team. losing team of the Super Bowl is yep. always donated to um, a country in need, Yeah, um, yep. which is pretty cool. So props to the NFL uh, for that. That's that is part one of our. It's so funny they have shirts. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of want a 49ers Super Bowl shirt now. Patriots <laughs> just rolling around in a Patriots 49ers 2017 Super Bowl, Super Bowl. 54. Oh, uh, Patriots, it's gotta be worth something. Patriots undefeated 17 17 and 0 Super Bowl or what 19 and 0 Super Bowl champions. 2007. What year is that? They lost the Giants yeah. undefeated season. Oh gosh. Uh, we're, let's move on. We can't. We can't talk about that for too long. We got any others? You want to go to the XFL? Yeah. Down at the bottom. Let's go to the XFL. So 
It's coming back. This is the whole plan. The dates line up perfectly, and this is what hap- exactly what happened last year with the dating in terms of tomorrow. So the first week, first Sunday after the Super Bowl, you think, oh, there's no football. Psych, there is football, and you'll get a lot of it. It's going to be a little different, and little it's going to be a little bit ex- extreme. It could be extreme. Yep. It might be a little bit even more exciting. I think we're going to see some big hits. Uh, I just got some of the rules on my phone pulled Yeah, up. so Oliver Luck, the commissioner, dad of Andrew Luck, he has been on the media tour this week all around CBS, ESPN, so doing a sports media tour, advertising the leaks coming back, advertising all the rules and stuff, so give it to me. So their rules are, uh, so their kickoff, they adjusted the kickoff because they want to see more returns. And the way I see that rule we're going to see some big special teams hits. We're going to see some dudes getting lit up on special teams. Dangerous. Uh, uh, punt rules Dangerous. that are going to discourage fair catches. Um, same thing, big hits. Yep. Uh, there's going to be no extra point field goal kick. Yep, keep playing football, 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 football. There's going to be a one-point play did from you the two-yard line. The extra point is not football because that would really offend him as the kicker. No, but you know what I mean. Yeah, football, uh, smash mouth. Can I go for my favorite rule? Wow. Yeah, go for it. My favorite rule, OT is a shootout. From the five-yard line. Yeah, so if, if regulation like ends in a tie, both teams run five plays from the five-yard line and get a point for each score and a point for each defensive stop. The team with the most points after the ten possessions from the five-yard line wins. That's That's awesome. going to be electric. And so after you score a touchdown in like regulation, you, you have three options. You can go a one-point play from the two-yard line, a two-point play from the three-yard line, or a three-point play from the 10-yard line. That I'm going three from the 10 every single time. I think two from the three every time. Two from the three. Wait, give me the options again. So you can go for one point, two yards out. Okay. Two points, three yards out, or three points, 10 Never yards mind. out. Two, two, three, that just yeah. makes sense. The two, three is <laughs> yeah, I feel I think like that's it's the, the most, most, uh, and then most efficient. <laughs> here might be the most like different football Two forward passes allowed on one play as long as the first pass doesn't go beyond yep. the line of scrimmage. This is going to be awesome for broken plays. Yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. Quarterback starts scrambling, People just dumps just it to a running back. The, running back starts running. Oh, wide receivers open down the field because it's a broken play. Who knows? We could see some crazy stuff. Yeah, so this XFL is supposed to uh, bring back football. It's supposed to be a faster game of football, less like the old XFL in the way it's set up. It's no no more gimmicks. It's actual Shout football. Shut up, Vince McMahon. But um, there are some gimmicks to it. Not they have an on it's way less way less gimmicks than the they, last XFL. They created a new um position. It's called a field analyst. So they're giving Pat McAfee a microphone. And he gets to go like on the field. He can be like behind the huddle with a microphone in there. Okay, that should be interesting. He can he can go like to the coaches on the sideline and try to ask them questions. We have our differences. On, yeah, it's on also... McAfee. I don't think he's the most entertaining right. dude, but we, we have our differences on that. It's going to be linked with... Uh, it's going to be linked with sports betting. They partnered with the oh, Vegas perfect. Casino. Awesome. Yeah, I think it should, it should be a lot of fun. There are some actual quarterbacks in this league. Yeah. Cardell Jones... So, uh, some old names that you're oh, like. Oh, I mean, real quarterbacks. Landry Jones. All the NFL, got, like, what if. Bob Stoops is coaching. Stoops is coaching? Yeah. What team yeah. is he coaching? The Dallas Renegades. Yeah, so that might this be my Steve, team. Didn't Steve Spurrier coach in the yeah, AAF last year? Yeah, he coached year? in the AAF. So do you think this will this league will last longer and be better than the AAF or no? I see it lasting two years. It's going to last longer? I don't know. 
what the barometer is in terms of being better. Is it be a better rating? I mean, is it going to be a better product on the field? Yes, I think because it's just more wacky, zany, crazy. It's not actual. It's not actual, actual football. football. Okay. No, I can't say actual football, but I yeah. think the AAF lasted for like you know eight less weeks. than yeah eight weeks. Aaron Murray was a quarterback. <laughs> he was a Georgia guy. If you yeah, if you're if you're a if you're a big college football fan or you remember these dudes, I think Ocho Cinco tried out to be a kicker for a team. Yeah, I did. And, he, and he so did. did so did PFT did. commenter. So that oh, I would love to see like a kickoff between uh PFT and Ocho Cinco. Talk about money. Talk about ratings through the roof. Money for Hey that. man, I'm just excited to keep being able to talk about football after the NFL and college football seasons are done. That's all like I'm looking forward to. Doesn't really matter how amazing the product of it, product yeah. is. If it's not, it's fine. We missed, I just want to be able to We talk missed about the most it. important football game since our last show. We haven't talked about the Pro Bowl yet. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. We can kinda get into that if you want to in the next well, <laughs> in the next somber section. I mean, so, yeah, I mean. Did anybody here watch the Pro Bowl? No. No? 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 All right. So we're all educated human beings. <laughs> yeah. <good. laughs> yeah. Like, yes. We actually put it on. I think Aiden, in the in the past, he, he used to watch it, and I had, had to ban it from our house so we would not be allowed to watch Did you make him sleep outside those nights? <laughs> no, we just had to, we had to watch the cooking show or something instead. Yeah, the Pro Bowl is really, it really is a, Black black mark yeah. in the Hatton household now. Aiden used to tune in, and it, and it was not. I had to question his uh, reasonings behind why 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 to watch that. Yeah. It's similar to the NBA All Star game that's coming up. The Pro Bowl's worse though. So yeah, I Pro Bowl's way, way worse because football. I was a little offended with the Pro Bowl this year. You you can't play football less than a hundred percent. Right. Basketball, you can kind of go out there and. I was quite offended by the Pro Bowl this year. Yeah, well, that's different. Baseball, the All-Star oh, Derby is not. Okay. It's, it's, that's like that's okay. like the uh, the dunk contest. That's acceptable to yeah. watch. Three yeah, do, you, do you have a quick dunk contest take? Oh, yeah, who's winning the dunk contest? Pat Connaughton. Who? Pat Connaughton. Who? Pat Connaughton. I'm sorry, I don't know who that is. Pat Connaughton. Yeah, who has the best version? Pat Connaughton. Passio's family drafted have a by take the on that by the Baltimore Orioles. I think he got a sponsor's exemption to get in. <laughs> he, I think he got in because of his 44-inch vertical, actually. <laughs> yeah. Dude can jump. Dude's going to fly over anyone that's that's put in his way. Is he going to jump he over can a, put car? a car? He could Is put he... a car vertically and still jump over it. <laughs> Blake Griffin, just vertical. <laughs> man's a, man's a legend. Any, I feel like the Pasios family has, a, has an entire take on that because they've met him at church in no, Arlington no, no, and no, all no, this no, different no. things. Sean, Sean seen him at church. The Sean seen him at yeah. church. You've met him though at no. church. No, Sean no. has. Sean has. Sean's seen him at church. Yeah, he's a product of Notre Dame, Trailblazers. He, but also St. John's Prep, right? St. John's Prep, uh, Danvers. Danvers? Danvers. Danvers. Product okay. of uh, Trailblazers basketball, now Bucks player. He's, he's, what is he, the least recognizable name in that dunk contest probably? And yeah. he's going to take home the W? He might. Are they, are, it's going to be so good for his brand. Are they going to have some pronunciation issues with Connaughton? Is no, that a tough no, name no. to pronounce? He will be, by the end of this week, a household name. I'll give you that. Okay. Yeah. All tens across oh, the board. Here, all here's the something about the NBA All-Star game. The ticket prices. Oh, yeah. We looked up the ticket we, prices. Yeah. Chicago, yeah. Oh, game? yeah. We could just take the minivan. We, thought you we know, could just down, like go down. Like, down 94, hit Chicago. Be like. 
43 South, whatever, hit Chicago. Be like, buy like $50 tickets, $60 yeah, maybe, tickets, maybe a, go Maybe a hotel it. room for a night. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, it would be some money, but <clears throat> what were the tickets? $400? It was like a, th- it was like a grand yeah. for the NBA dunk contest, like 800 bucks. Yeah. To like, get in the door. Yeah, wow. it, was, it, was, it was really... And that's like one of the things, like I don't want to watch the roof. dunk contest from like the top bowl. I want to watch the and dunk contest. And that's a different day from, from like the All-Star five game. rows up. I want to be close Yeah, that's to the see Saturday. So is that next weekend? I think yeah, I believe so. Weekend. It's next weekend. Cause they, yeah, because they just picked the teams. It's crazy. Weekend. I think it would be a week from today. Man, would it's be. so... Yeah, it's so So expensive. a week from today, Pat Connaughton will be dunking all over vertical cars. So watch out for that. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed. All right. What do you want to do for the last three minutes? You need to say hi to your sister for yep. sure. Yes. Yeah, so shout out my to my sister. Oh, sorry. All right. So hi, Aaron, and hi to the Delanceys. They're loyal listeners. You are all loyal listeners. Thank you for listening. And for all of our cohorts here in the building on a early Saturday morning. Um, and then, yeah. yeah, to all of our, to thanks to Uncle Chris calling in. At four one four two eight eight seven zero nine one. Thanks to play that little clip from Mrs. Passios. Way to go, Bridget. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Way to go. We're, we're looking, we're looking to go, forward Bridget. to meeting Bridget, Bridget this weekend. If we can yeah, meet the famous Bridget. She's in South Africa. She's in South Africa. She's, uh, oh, we can't meet her this weekend. And so can't Matt, wait to see Matt this week. Oh, wait. wait he's oh, in Florence. Oh, oh, there we go, Pops. All right. So. Why don't the girls call in anymore? I, I automatically right. win NARP of the week every week. We didn't do NARP of the week this week. We didn't do NARP of the week this week. We didn't do NARP of the week this week. Okay. Okay. Will we meet them this weekend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we can't do. We didn't do NARP of the week this week. Um, Aiden so did not. You're disqualified. I could have won. <laughs> this is spin zone of all spin zones. I could have won. I could have kicked everybody's mm. you know what this week because I was just on bed all week. Yeah. Well, actually, no, I went to class this week, so. So the final thing with the to yeah talk with the today. last story of the week it's uh the second part of why we love sports today this um this this one hit close to home yeah this might be one of the toughest stories uh segments we've ever done on the show uh this past week uh catastrophe occurred which took the lives of nine people in a helicopter crash in Calabasas California every passenger in the crash had a connection to sports basketball to be specific whether that be John. Altabelli, an esteemed baseball coach and father, his wife Carrie, a loving mother, their daughter and Mamba point guard, Alyssa Altabelli, Christina Mauser, the top assistant of the Mamba girls basketball team, who also ran clinics for the WNBA players. Christina Mauser, or Sarah Chester, a devoted mother, to Peyton Chester, an always welcoming player on the Mamba girls team. Gianna Bryant, a possible future WNBA superstar and budding basketball player in her own right. And finally, an 18-time All-Star and five-time NBA champion Kobe Bryant. Sports bring people together. They inspire people. They provide an escape. They're like nothing else on this world. They allow people to strive for ambitious goals. Kobe Bryant did that in his lifetime. He did that and much more. Kobe Bryant's death reminds us what sports are all about. Forging meaningful connections in life, bringing people together, together sharing moments, and striving, perf- striving for perfection, even when perfection is unattainable. 
I'll say this is an official Mamba Mentality podcast. Man, you will always remember the day that that the moment that you it heard was, it was pretty crazy. I had to sit down when I heard I, it, it. It's just like and we. I mean, I'm not. I was never a huge fan of Kobe Bryant, but I remember times in my childhood where I watched that 2008 NBA Finals with my family in San Diego, California, and we were watching Paul Pierce, and we were he was the best villain to root against ever. The best. I think the one thing you'll always remember about Kobe Bryant is constantly striving for greatness. He had that quote-unquote Mamba mentality, always striving to be the best version of himself, and that's always a good life phenomenon to follow. Always the best, always the best version of himself, always striving for greatness in terms of, not in terms of being a basketball, but then when he retired, winning a Grammy a year after retirement, and as LeBron mentioned in his tribute, being the best dad he could be. So Kobe Bryant, always striving for greatness, always being the best version of himself, always a great lesson that he could teach to us. So rest in peace, Kobe. And the great thing, as Zach said, about forging meaningful connections with people, that's why we're so thankful this weekend that our parents and family are here. All three of us have family members in the house in Milwaukee this weekend. So we are appreciative, mom, dad, Zach, I'm sure all his family is here and Zach is thankful, Brian thankful. So we're going to close it off with in memory of Kobe Bryant. And again, just real thankful that we're all here this weekend. And one final shout out actually to grandma. She listens every week from Westfield. So shout out to her forging meaningful connections with all of our Uncle Chris calling in and dad being here. So shout out to her. Shout out to all of our listeners. Thank you for listening, calling in, tweeting in. We appreciate it. Games and Grub here on a Saturday, February 8th, 2020. We are signing off to the tune of Kobe. became a habit to me.